When your child comes out as LGBTQ, you need a place to find the right tools to help you and your child thrive. This is the podcast you need. Hi, my name is Jenny Hunter, and I am an advanced certified faith-based family coach. And I have coached over 10,000 hours helping families with LGBTQ children become healthy, thriving families. I am so thrilled to be here with you today. I am loving life. We had um, what we call at our church general conference where we, for two days, listen to the leaders of our church speak. And it was uplifting and a great time to be with family. And I had lots of emotions. Some of the talks were really uplifting and some not so much. And so I experienced a lot of emotions and some pain which is interesting for me to experience, which I normally don't during general conference. So it was just interesting. And so today it kind of leads into my subject of pain. And, you know, you would think when you are having children that it would not be causing you pain, but sometimes when we are raising our children, we experience the emotion of pain. And so pain is a normal emotion to feel in parenting. I want you to know that um, pain comes from disappointment and sadness and um, unmet expectations with their decisions they're making. And today I'm going to talk to you about the two different types of pains that you experience. So pain um, is actually normal and it's part of this human experience and you're supposed to experience pain. And you know, I'm coaching so many families and, you know, just recently I was talking to one of my clients who I've been coaching for probably over two years now. And she was telling me that, um, something that happened to her daughter who, um, is a lesbian and in a relationship. And she said, I was, I didn't feel the pain that I normally experienced. And, um, on the hindsight, I'm coaching another mom whose daughter just came out and she is in a lot of pain. And um, so much that it's affecting how she's showing up as the mother. And so that's where I would experience talking about the different levels of pain, where clean pain versus dirty pain. And how I like to look at it, um, clean pain, okay, you know how like when you work out and you hadn't worked out for a while, say you had done, hadn't done lunges for a month and you start doing lunges and that next day you have that soreness in your muscles that is what I would call clean pain. Um, and dirty pain is more like you pulled a muscle. Okay. And so you did something wrong when you were doing the lunge and your tendon got pulled and it's a different feeling, right. Than that soreness and, um, pain is just inevitable, but the suffering is optional. Like when we're stretching muscles, especially emotional mus muscles, pain is part of it, but like don't, are you experiencing this circumstance in a way that you've pulled a muscle and you're suffering and you didn't need to? Um, so where do we draw the line between that unnecessary suffering? And that is the question. So when you think about clean pain, clean pain is normal and healing and it is pain felt from like the circumstance and it hurts very deeply and it's very profound, but it's really related to the events actually happening and you're in the reality of the event. Okay. You're usually, it's a grief that you're feeling and it's usually a sadness, um, a disappointment. Those are kind of dirt, um, clean pain. But if you're feeling dirty pain, this is where we add suffering to um, our experience of the circumstance. And it's taking 
difficulty, you're making life even harder for yourself and you're blaming yourself or for others with what's happening. You're arguing with reality. You're shooting all over the place, meaning like they shouldn't be doing this. They shouldn't be acting like this. I shouldn't be doing this. Um, you're just generally thinking things should be different and something's gone wrong with the world. So some examples of clean and versus dirty pain, and let's take, um, for instance, if your child's LGBTQ, like clean pain is, I felt disappointment when my son came out as gay. Dirty pain is, if I had been a better mother, my son would not be gay. So you're looking for blame. Um, Clean pain is, my daughter came out as bisexual, and I feel sorry about, I feel some sadness about that. And dirty pain is I'm worried how people will judge her. You're worrying about future events and things that you can't control. Um, clean pain is I am sad that my daughter doesn't want to go to church anymore. And dirty pain is our church leaders should be doing more for my daughter. Where you're shooting, you're thinking like they should be different. People should be different how they're showing up. See the difference here? Clean pain is real and valid, and dirty pain involves generalizations, shooting, and negotiating reality, like fighting with what reality is. You're worrying and you're blaming others or yourself. So dirty pain literally is like squeezing lemon juice all over your pain. Um, You're arguing with reality, and it's keeping you stuck, and you argue with who they are, with how they should be feeling, and with what their life should look like. And it feels terrible. Um, It is, it's consuming. Dirty pain is also consuming. Like think about an injury. Like sometimes that's all you could feel, right? But if you're sore, you could function and you can move. But um, when you are like pulled a muscle or a ligament, sometimes that puts you in bed. And that's what dirty pain can. I mean, like I told you, one of my clients, she's like, all I want to do is lay in bed right now. I, I don't want to do anything. And that's what dirty pain feels with. So people will say words and do things that you don't agree with. But what we can do is we can clean up how we think about the circumstance of life. Okay. Just life is going to be unfair sometimes. And in fact, one of my clients, she said she was experiencing um, something with her son and another friend said to her, so what? And she goes, you would have thought like that would have hurt my feelings, but that stopped me in my tracks. Cause I realized like, I was like making it such a bigger deal and acting like in so much self-pity and dirty pain is really another word for it to be is like, you are in self-pity about it. So I'm going to give you six steps to clean up your dirty pain. Okay. The first one is stop resisting the pain. I have had clients who, when their children come out, they're like, oh, I'm all in. I'm totally supportive. And they don't take that time to process the grief of the life they thought their child would have. And they just go straight to being supportive. And what it, what I see is it bites them in the butt later on down the road where it comes up and they kind of have like panic attacks. And it's like, you need that. Do you create the, we create more pain for ourselves when we really don't slow down and process the emotions. Um, when you're res- in resistance of your sadness and your grief, it can grow into anxiety and depression and it will show up. And you know, um, two ways that when we process pain, one is we absorb it in and we use it, we process it. And when I say process, like I, how I process mine is time journaling, um, pondering. I very careful of how I think about myself, where I'm not judging how I'm thinking. I'm, I'm just slowly processing, like letting it, I almost view it as like waves coming on the shore. 
And it, I can't tell you how long it's going to take for you. Everybody's different, but I know that if you don't let it kind of come to you and you resist it, it will take longer. Okay. So the first one is be kind to yourself and process, like stop resisting the pain, say, it's okay that I feel pain about this and let it, the pain come. And then once you process it, then you could be like, so what? The second one is connection. Um, it is really vital to find a safe place. You need a friend, a therapist, a coach like myself. Um, our community is a great place to process this because it, it needs to be safe and non-judgmental because you need a place to show you're ugly. We all have ugly thoughts and dirty thoughts, and we have to have a space to get these thoughts out and say them out loud and to give us ourselves awareness of like what we're even thinking, like what is happening in our brain. And if you do not find that space, um, the other part of the pain is if you, um, if you don't absorb it and you like, if you don't process it, what it does is the pain, um, it, you take it in, but then you spew it on other people. Um, and you hurt other people with that pain. So pain is normal. We all experience pain in this life. What you do with that pain, that is where you can change, um, how your circumstance and how you're reacting to the circumstance. So the first one is stop resisting, like slow down, um, use the tools that you need to journal, to process, to think. I go on long walks. Um, I really try to spend time in the car with the radio off, just thinking, just really kind of thinking. Second is connection. Find a source that can help you through it. Third one is notice when you're not accepting reality. Really become aware of how you're actually thinking and telling what story you're telling yourself. Like I realized I was telling my story about my son being LGBTQ, that he would have a horrible life. And once I really became conscious of my thoughts, I realized like, that's just my thought. That's not, there's no truth to it. That's just the belief, the story I was telling. And so really like realizing what the reality is and see what story you're telling it about your telling yourself. Um, really. So, and that is where journaling and a coach, once again, my coach helped me tremendously where I, she kind of got me all self-pity and helping me see another story as possible, but our brains like their stories. And so you have to figure out where you're going with your story about your child. The fourth one is compassion. Um, and this kind of goes with stop resisting the pain. When I stop telling myself to stop feeling a certain way, that is actually when I began to heal. Um, it's almost like I had to give myself permission. Like it's totally, totally fine, Jenny, that you are so angry about this, that I was a little bit angry to God that you're so angry. Like, and I let myself feel the grief of what I needed to. And I, when I stopped judging myself for what emotions I was feeling and I started like talking to myself, like my best friend would, and that gave me that place to heal and to let go of some of that anger and some of that grief. And so showing yourself compassion, why you are um, processing and not resisting that pain, that is going to clean up that dirty pain. Um, the fifth one is to question your thoughts. And this kind of goes with like the accept reality. Um, I really had started to question like my belief system and my thoughts um, and kind of how I interpreted how I thought life and the next life would go. And some of my thoughts about myself and others where I realized they weren't even true and they definitely were not useful. And I know that's what noticed that once I started questioning my judgment on myself, I had so much less judgment for my son, for other people and how they were showing up. And so usually when you, when um, this is what happens with all my clients is 
when we're feeling judgment, it really, once we clean up our judgment for ourselves, then we have so much more compassion for ourselves and for others. And that's where we let go of that dirty pain of like shoulding, like they should be different. You should be different. The shoulding drops away once we really kind of question the thoughts of like, who says like, really, what is true here? And the sixth one is humans are hot mess. Um, remember, we're all humans and we're just going to, it's messy. It, this is a messy experience being on this earth. And when people have said things that I felt hurtful for, about myself or my child, I really try to process the hurt and then really think oh, they're coming from good intent. And usually they were. And I dropped with like adding more pain onto what their words meant. Like, I became more curious of like, oh, this is where they're at. This is their learning. And some of these conversations were life-changing for me because by when I became like less resistant to their words and less afraid of what they were going to say, I was able to help people see a different perspective about what they were saying. And in fact, just recently I had two conversations um, with two members of my, uh, my extended family where I was kind of shocked with what they were thinking. And because I listened and said, I totally get what you're saying. I understand what you're saying, but this is what, when you say this, this is what it means to LGBTQ people, or this is how sometimes that is meant. And, you know, one of, um, my um, family members the next day said that conversation changed my 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 life. I had no idea. I could would never even think about that perspective. So like we're just messy, and when we go into that mess with, I'm messy. They're messy. We're all figuring out. We're all doing the best. Our conversations get so much. Um, we get more bang for our buck, and there's always life changing. Like, and I'm changed in those conversations because I have increased love for them. Um, I gained a great, more understanding about where they're coming, their individuality, and always, every single time, that understanding leads to love. So when you're feeling dirty pain um, about other people, I really think like if I am feeling judgment and I am thinking they should be different, I this is my favorite all-time quote, you either love someone or you don't understand them. So if I'm not loving people in my life and I'm thinking they should be different, this is a signal to me that I need to find more about them, find out more why they're thinking this and coming from it, from a place of their good intent. I just don't understand how their brain works. And this has proven true to me thousands of times when dealing with others. And I have really found that most people are doing, like I said, the best they can. And that helps me give me enough grace. So when people show up that I feel disappointed about how they're showing up, I know I don't always like do it perfectly myself. So I try to be that generous to them. And what it's done is it's made my relationships and my family and my friends closer because um, I stopped putting lemon juice in my wounds when <laughs> this thing, things happen that are disappointing. And it brings me more joy and less pain, like less added pain. And so these are some of these thoughts that I have um, kind of moved over that got me out of the dirty pain. And um, try some of these thoughts on for you and see if any of these thoughts would work. Um, one is my son is amazing. He is learning how to show up the world in a way that will serve him. I could be a great parent for my son. I love having him in my life. I can show others how to love our LGBTQ members with love and kindness. Are any of those thoughts feel like they are available to you that you could believe for yourself? You could decide if you want to think these, um, this is your child's journey and you get to make the decision on how to think about it and how, and how you think about it will depend, will depend if you show up from your highest expression as a parent. 
um, you know, thinking like perhaps this is your child's life curriculum right now. And it's probably actually yours. I know it was mine too. And sometimes we want to take away the learning and because we're so afraid of the hurt and actually this experience is what they need to become who they need to be. Um, and we cannot take away our children's pain because the pain is actually the vehicle for them to learn, like to be the kind people, to be the wise people. Pain is the teacher. Um, but how we react to the pain, that is what we can sh- change. So consider that others don't have to change at all, but for you to feel better by deciding what you want to think, how you want to show up, how you want to accept reality instead of argue with reality really is the difference of eliminating that lemon juice in your pain. Um, I, all of these things we work on this week, this month, we're working on emotions, which is a big part of stop resisting the pain Um, is learning how to like process disappointment, process sadness, where you're not laid up in bed for two days, or you're not so overwhelmed with it that you just don't function. And that's just all consuming. We are supposed to fill these range of emotions, the negative and the positive. We need contrast, but when we understand pain and really what it is and how do we operate in that, how our bodies react, how to think about it. That is where we become our highest self because we're not afraid to feel sadness or disappointment and pain really becomes this beautiful teacher to us. So I would love for you to join us in our community this month for emotions because emotion, learning how to um, process pain is the game changer of life. Pain is not going to go away, but you can create a much greater emotional muscle. And I'd love to help you do that. Have a great day. Thanks for being with me today. Where have you found the support that your family needs? I would be honored to be that support. I have created a virtual coaching program specifically for Christian LGBTQ families. Come check out the coaching community, Lifted Together with Jenny Hunter. In our community, you will find a safe space to process all the emotions and all the things that you need to find the support that you will need to help your child thrive. You will find it in private coaching, group coaching, and I have created hours of content just for you. When you are ready to thrive as a family, please come check out liftedtogether.com slash membership.